0: If you use Vim on multiple machines, it can be difficult to keep your configuration files synchronised across them. One solution is to put your .files under version control. In this episode, I demonstrate how to keep your VimRC and plugins synchronised using git submodules and the pathogen plugin. GitHub is the best way to collaborate with your co-workers or friends on software development. Whether it's a weekend side project, a startup destined for glory, or your company's project, GitHub helps everyone work together better. Check it out, open source is free. Typically, your Vim configuration is held in a hidden file named .vimrc in your home directory. If you want to make any customizations for graphical Vim, you can keep those in a file named .gvimrc. Additionally, you can keep plugins, color schemes, and other scripts in a hidden directory named .vim. To keep all of these items under version control, I'm going to begin by moving my vimrc and gvimrc files into the .vim directory. I have chosen to rename them without a leading dot, which means that they won't be hidden inside the .vim directory. When vim starts up, it is still going to look for a file called .vimrc in the home directory. I want it to read the vimrc inside my .vim directory, so I'll create a symbolic link to that file. I'll do the same thing for the gvimrc file too. Finally, I want to turn the .vim directory into a git repository. I'm going to create a README file which will include simple instructions on how to install these Vim configuration files on any machine that has Git installed. I'll commit these changes and now my repository is ready to publish. I recommend publishing your configuration files to GitHub. It's really easy to set up an account and they will host your open source projects for free. Here I've signed in to GitHub and on the homepage I click the New Repository button. I'm going to call this repository .vim. When I click the Create Repository button, GitHub provides precise instructions on how to get started. The instructions are tailored to my situation, so I can copy and paste them directly into the terminal. After pushing the repository, I can click the Continue link to view the new homepage for this project. Note that the readme file is listed on the homepage. Having published my .vim repository to GitHub, I'm now going to show how easy it is to synchronize my configuration to another machine. Here I've got a fresh install of Ubuntu running as a virtual machine. I've already installed the git and vim packages. The readme file that I created earlier includes all of the instructions that I need. So I'll just follow these. I begin by cloning the git repository to my home directory. Then I create symbolic links for the .vimrc and the .gvimrc files. Now, when I launch Vim, it should load all of the configuration settings that I had saved in my .vim files. Back on my local machine, I'm now going to create a new command in my .vimrc. It simply prints some text at the bottom of the screen. Having saved this change, I then commit it to my Git repository and push to GitHub. Back on the Linux machine, I can now fetch the latest version from GitHub. When I launch Vim again, I should have access to the new status command. The traditional method for installing Vim plugins is to copy each script that is distributed with the plugin into the corresponding .vim subdirectory. For example, if you wanted to install fugitive.vim, a Git wrapper for Vim, you would copy the documentation file into .vim slash doc and copy the plugin file into .vim slash plugin. You could then check these into your Git repository and they could be synchronized across machines as easily as the rest of your configuration files. But you lose something by doing this. The Fugitive plugin itself is kept under version control with Git. It would be much better if you could keep it that way. The Pathogen plugin makes it possible to cleanly install plugins as a bundle. Rather than having to place all of your plugins side-by-side in the same directory, you can keep all of the files for each individual plugin together in one directory. This makes installation more straightforward and also simplifies the tasks of upgrading and even removing a plugin if you decide you no longer need it. To install pathogen, download the script and place it in your .vim/autoload directory. If the directory doesn't exist, you'll have to create it. There are a couple of lines that you should add to your .vimrc to activate Pathogen. It is essential that these lines are called before enabling file type detection. So I would recommend putting them at the top of your vimrc file. With Pathogen installed, it's now possible to keep the files for each plugin together, which means that every plugin can be kept in its own Git repository. The best way to do this is to use Git submodules which are designed especially for the purpose of keeping Git repositories within a Git repository. I'll demonstrate how to install the Fugitive plugin as a submodule. Then I'll show how to synchronize those changes onto my Ubuntu setup. First, I'll navigate to the root of my .vim git repository. From GitHub, I'll copy the URL for the Fugitive plugin. This is exactly the same URL that you would use if you were going to clone the repository, but instead, I'm going to add it as a submodule. The command goes git submodule add the URL for the repository then the local path to the bundle. This command clones the git repository to the specified path whilst instructing the .vim repository to treat the plugin as a submodule. A new hidden file called .gitmodules is created in the root of the current repository. This file contains information about this and any other submodules. Note that the repository is called vim-fugitive, which is sensible because it makes it more visible to anybody searching GitHub for vim plugins. But I've decided to remove the vim- prefix when copying it locally, because the context makes it clear that it is a vim bundle. Having installed the fugitive plugin, I now want to commit the change and push to GitHub. Now I'll show you how to synchronize my submodules to another machine. Switching back to Ubuntu, I'll change to the.vim repository and pull the latest changes. If I run git log, you should see that it matches the most recent commit that I pushed from my other machine. At the moment, the bundle slash fugitive directory exists, but it contains no files. Running git submodule init registers the submodule. Then running git submodule update checks out the version of the fugitive repository that was committed to the dotvim repository. It might look like a lot of work for just synchronizing a single plugin, but if I had installed 20 vim bundles as git submodules, I would still only have to run the same two commands: git submodule init, then update, and all of the bundles would be copied over. Once your Vim configuration is under version control, it's quite straightforward to import your settings to any machine that has Git installed. To recap, here are the commands that I ran on the Ubuntu virtual machine. From the home directory, clone my .vim repository into a .vim directory, create sim links for vimrc and gvimrc files, then from the .vim directory, initialize submodules and update them. You can adapt the method demonstrated here to suit your needs. Personally, I use a slightly different approach which keeps all of my dot .files, including bash-rc, IRB-RC, and so on, under version control in one place. If you have another way of doing it, I'd like to hear about it, so leave a comment in the show notes. The information in this video is summarized in the accompanying show notes. If you have any questions, requests, or recommendations, or if you would be interested in sponsoring Vimcasts, then you can contact me at drew at vimcasts.org. Vimcasts is supported by Xerium Networks. If you need to build a reliable, scalable network that can support your growing business needs, then get in touch with Xerium Networks and be sure to say you heard about them here.